Welcome to the Confidence Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Bailey. Today, we have an incredible guest joining us. His name is Peter Klastev, and we are going to have an incredible conversation. Welcome to the podcast, Peter. Hi, Natalie. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for the listeners, and I'm pleased to be here. Really happy, excited for this. I'm really pleased you're excited because I am. I mean, I'm always excited when it comes to the podcast, but you have an amazing story to share, but also some other things that I know the listeners are going to love um, about connecting and communicating with people and really cultivating um, a community. Um, and that's something that we're very big on with the Confidence Mastery podcast. Um, could you just give the listeners a little introduction into yourself, who you are, what you do, um, and who you help? Well, uh, without being too boring with this, uh, I'm I'm coming from Bulgaria and uh, I'm sort of an immigrant, right? I I came here to the UK uh, with 10 euros in my pocket, um, like on 2014 in September. And um, I'm a guy who wanted to be uh, a successful, was prepared to do anything. And right now um, I'm doing my passion, which is a fitness coaching uh, my passion was sports, really, so I got into training, but then I realized this is my path. Of, I should take the path of coaching. So now I'm coaching men, and I'm known as Coach PK, um, and I founded a, a couple of communities, uh, um, my company. And yeah, now this is really, really me. In the essence, I do have this story that makes people follow me and um, want to be with me, which is um, what I'm looking forward to sharing now because I want to genuinely connect with more people out there i love that like like i said community is very important to us and having proper connections with people makes the world a better place doesn't it a hundred percent it uh made the world a place where i can live uh for me it meant everything yeah why fitness for you um honestly because uh first of all uh, from a very young age, um, I was inspired to be really successful, but I don't come from a place where I had any good example. And I was ready to do anything uh, for money. And I was doing anything for money up to the age of about 27, or after a lot of uh, things that you might have read uh, online for me. I realized I, I, I failed again. I failed again and I failed in another business. I, I split up from another partnership, um, lost another girlfriend. It kind of, uh, it was getting late for me. I wanted to be successful a few years ago and I was already at 27. Um, and um, I stopped, I, I decided to step back and actually look um, what's going on with me. Why am I making the wrong decisions? Why am I always, always failing? I was supposed to be already successful. And I realized that um, a lot of the successful people out there claim to do something they love. And mm -hmm. that's what really sparked it. Um, I said, okay, I will try to to do what everybody else, uh, not everybody, but actually the ones who are really, truly successful and, and still are successful, I will try to do it as them. And they all said, um, oh, we love what we do. Um, so I looked into my life, what is one thing that I love? And there was absolutely nothing. Um, not nothing. the training. No, not even the training, to be honest. I used to, my life was miserable. and and But... At the same time, I looked into it and I said, okay, if it's nothing that I love, what I should love is, and I, I thought, if I do something that I love, that something has to give me back always. And what was the one thing that always gives me back in life? It was training. It was training. Mm -hmm. I thought training can be the only thing that I can potentially love. Always pays back. It sucks when you do it. That's how I used to think, not now. Um, and I said, okay, I will dedicate my whole life to doing this. And because of the second thing that I realized is those people who are successful, they absolutely never quit mm -hmm. something that I was very good at. I was quitting. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> I, I will stop this and I will find something to commit it. And it will be something that I can love. So training, um, had no clue how to make any money of it. Um, I was not good at training either. I was in a pretty bad shape, in fact. Um, but I decided I will go through whatever it takes, and this will be my story, which will um, 
connect with people. And here we are a few years later. Now I'm at 31, uh, soon to be 32, um, on on the way to, to achieve my, my biggest dreams, which is kind of crazy. These two small decisions. Yeah. So impactful. How does that feel to you now compared to when you looked first into what do I love and there was nothing? How does it feel? I I don't even remember, uh, mm-hmm. to be honest. It, I, if I have to really picture it again, I was so lost. I was so lost. I had absolutely nothing. In fact, um, there were so many things that changed in my life. They changed uh, 180 degrees on multiple times. Like I became a different person uh, in many aspects. Nothing from me before is here today. Part of the reason, half the reason is because to grow and to be successful in that journey, when you commit to something, regardless what it is, is it sport, is it a business? If you commit to it and decide to be the greatest ever, you will discover that it's not the things that happen to you that make the difference, but you are the mm-hmm. difference and you have to change. And that change for me was intense because I was pushing boundaries and I'm still doing it. That's the way I live every day pushing boundaries and changing myself on a daily basis. And the other half, the other half is that I, I was um, I was saved by a force, uh, which I found to be God because that's how it happened. Um, I don't want to turn this into a religious podcast, but uh, trust me when I say, when I prayed to Jesus, it saved my life and now it's um, it, it made me who I am. So other half is definitely God, but I'm not the same guy. And it's very hard to picture. I'm not really pushing myself to draw these memories and, and to tell you where I was because I, I, I walk on the streets every day and I see most people are still living there and I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. How how can I reach them? It's not easy. So you want to give back and help the people in a situation that you were in a similar situation to what you were in? Yeah, what else it is to do, to do with life otherwise? Mm. Um as I'm a servant of God and as a, I'm, I've always been a good person. Um, and also in, in a very basic reason, if you want to be successful, if you want to have uh, money, um, and, uh, freedom, you have to serve people and you have to serve them with something. And if you ask anyone, if you ask yourself, what am I going to serve them with? And well, what, what you're good at. And I, I compare myself with the other people. Well, I, I have this story that is shocking and I put myself through it. I went through it. So I guess I'm, I'm going to use it for something and be that unique person who is helping in that unique way. You know, that's yeah. what makes me, me. So helping people is just, there's no other option. It's, it, I think that's the way to live. You feel like that's your purpose? 100%. Yeah. Brilliant. So you said that your life was miserable. What what was life like then? And we'll touch on how it's improved since a bit later. Well, um, when my life was really miserable was after I, I grew up a little bit. Um, because when I was a kid, it wasn't a bright kid. I was one of those kids who were always bullied. I got into training because I wanted to be more respected. And then I got into drugs. This kind of street life, um, which I see a lot of guys still live in there and they get born into it. They have no other choice but to escape uh, in the way I did or just stay in there and they grow up yeah. the same way. But then I made some decisions um, because I think it was about at age of 18 or 19, uh, on my birthday, uh, my father gave me a book that he blamed himself for giving me for like years. Even, even until now, I'm not sure if he's overcome this. That was a rich dad poor dad, the book. Uh-huh. And in fact, my father did not read that book. A friend of his read the book and told him, look, I know your son wants to do business. He should start with that book. My father, without reading the book, giving Very me that cute. book. And he's not a businessman. He's the opposite. He's that guy that's working all his life and believes uh, success is meant only for those who either have it or do bad things. Um, so I'm reading that book and that book is teaching me that I have to make mistakes. Uh, from a very early age and I have to start making mistakes. And I was like, I'm on it. <laughs> Let's go. 
So mistakes it was, uh, mistakes after mistakes, big ones. And um, at the age of 22, I, I, out of cockiness, I decided to go with a girl. Uh, that relationship actually changed my life. Not nothing special with her, but situation that this put me through was amazing. So that girl walking on the streets and I was betting with my friends, I, I, I'm going to have this girl, uh, my girlfriend. And I actually made it in two days. And out of pride, yes, yes. And uh, out of pride, and I, I didn't want this relationship to go. Um, kind of kept stick to it, and I kind of enjoyed with uh, the girl at, at first. But in a weekend, she told me I I actually have a kid, and I didn't know that. Uh, I was a little now looking at myself, trying to describe myself. I would say arrogant, little stupid boy that has no clue anything about life. And suddenly I'm presented with the opportunity to become a father uh-huh. in a country where you can barely pay your bills. Uh, and I I accepted it. I was like, yeah, I can do anything. I'm, I'm a big guy now, it's, you know, confidence. So that decision actually was hell because, because I had to look after this girl, which nobody could have. Um, and I actually had to sacrifice everything so the girl doesn't... Um, pay the price for my mistakes and for my laziness and for my lack of discipline, my inability to provide for the house. And um, that girl wasn't a, a, a good deal with as well. She she was really uh, negative and uh, put me into a very toxic relationship. So we were having a really horrible, horrible, miserable relationship, but I couldn't leave it because I gave a promise uh, to not leave with without providing some security for the girl because um, the situation was such that if I leave them, they will get separated. So mother and a daughter for a second time, which will be devastating. And I watched what happened the first time. So it's kind of a mess. And I decided to be the guy that fixes everything, but I had no clue what would that actually cost me. Maybe if I, if I knew, maybe I wouldn't have uh, taken the first this decision mm-hmm. on the first time, place, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it went, uh, it, it, it was so bad we couldn't pay any bills um i was making half the money that we need for the bills uh we were switching um places to live at uh without paying the rent i was working night jobs day jobs at strip clubs even at, just before i leave uh the country i became a, a trainer dolphin trainer believe it or not swimming with dolphins just for a month and i was sucked and a, a lot of uh, bad things happening there intensely, which made me leave the country. She she also had a problem with her teeth, uh, which kind of uh, a disease which can lead to her losing her teeth in a few years time. And I was like, I'm so fucked. Um, I literally, uh, I lost all my friends for one year. I lost uh, a relationship with my parents even because they didn't want to go through this. Um, I lost a relationship with my brother. Uh, because I stole money from him. Um, I did so many bad things, to be honest. And on top of that, I had to look after these kids and my girlfriend was going to lose her teeth. And I was like, oh, what a life. Mm. What did I do? And I put myself through this. So I said, okay, I'll, I'm, I'll keep pushing. And I was searching for a job out um, in abroad. And a guy offered me to work in a car wash in the UK. So I said, okay, I'm going to do it. I didn't have the money anyway. Um, started uh, making the plans. Uh, my mother somehow found uh, 500 euros, which she gave me. And I gave, I, I bought a ticket. The rest I gave to my girlfriend so they can pay the bills. And I got 10 euros in my pocket and I left the country trying to yeah. to make the money enough for her to, to heal her dental um, teeth and, and the problems uh, to, to support them in that time. And I was thinking in worst case scenario, we'll get to a point where they will be fine and I can leave them or we can separate or we'll somehow fix our relationship by mm. some. I landed into the UK with uh, 10 euros um, and that's when really it kicked in. Uh, after, after a month, um, I found myself living on the streets after changing already two jobs. Um, of, like homeless at some point uh then I, I think there was a woman who saved me from the streets and gave me a place to live for about three weeks and then i had to i had to find a place to live because i couldn't pay the rent there and i was searching for for cheap places for offices and garages where i can actually stay 
And I found a garage, the only place that I could pay. It cost me, I think, 78 pounds. Um, that's in 2014, right at the end. 78 pounds for a lockup garage outdoors, where I was thinking I will be just with the roof there, no electricity, no water whatsoever. And I just found my, a new job in uh, Subway. And long story, very short, um, I ended up living in this garage, which was flooded at the first night um, for a year and a half. Year and a half mm -hmm. living in there and without going back uh, away from family, away from friends in a foreign country where I see only bricks and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. roads and, and buildings with not, none of the beauty that I'm used to. No, nothing, absolutely nothing, and no money. I was eating donuts every day to 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 because they're cheap, like sixty p the donuts. It was hell, and um, I put myself through this. Um, I had periods where I was crying every day. I was literally crying every day. I did not know, know how to, how to go through every single day. I was going to work, working two places. At some point, I started working at um, Amazon as a driver, and. <laughs> You, I can't even describe the, the loneliness and the pain I was feeling then. It's now, now remembering it's wow. Yeah. Who can go through this? And I was going through it every single day because I didn't, I could not leave because of the girl, because that her little daughter, she was two years old. Um, this would be, would have been devastating. So it took me a few good years with a few going back uh, to Bulgaria to actually get myself promoted to save money to get some loans from the banks and her teeth we got them fixed something that was planned to cost about a thousand cost of twenty thousand um then yeah yeah it was uh it was insane and and we also bought a car and i remember the day where i was thinking okay i actually made it i went through all that shit. i did it few years took me of my life i went through period where even one day was unbearable for me and I did it because there was a bigger reason for me. There was something external mm -hmm. and really pushed beyond all, all my boundaries. Everything that I believed to be post humanly possible to be done, I did it and I actually achieved it. I I found the money to 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 help her and to eventually start a new life. Nobody ever done this. And I remember buying a car at the end with a little bit of the money from from a, from a bank loan. And I was thinking, we're going to have a car now. I'm going to go and relax and go together at places. And I'll continue just building up from here. The day I buy the car, um, I'm opening my Facebook and I'm seeing her posting a photo with another guy. And it was, it was a shocker. That wow. was as shocked as you can get. And you know what? I, instead of crying about it, I got... I, I got really angry at the beginning, but then you know what? The sense of freedom that like you've never seen before. Right. A sense of freedom. All these years, I was actually trying to end this in good or bad way. Sense of freedom was unreal. And you know what? I realized that I picked up some insane skills. What I was able to go through, I was going to go through the same thing, but for mm -hmm. myself. And yeah. I did not have only two, three years ahead. I had my whole life. In that time, I knew I'm up for something big. Yeah. I'm going to make it so big that it's going to change everything, everything. And yeah, so this is what the answer to your question, what it looked like to be a little bit miserable. A, a little bit. Something. Yeah. Jeez, that's a lot to go through. That obviously built a lot of resilience up for you you know you took on the responsibility of this woman and her daughter and that sense of isolation that you must have felt like being like you said about being alone and loneliness and that's one of the things we talk about quite a lot on this podcast and like in the entrepreneurial space as well I think it's a very different place when you're literally living in the garage and you're just working and you know you feel your responsibilities elsewhere do you ever feel like that now or have things moved on and you've got some good connections and relationships with people as soon as i found god 
to answer your question, everything was forgiven and everything, all the pain disappeared in a month. So that this this partly why I know what I'm talking about when I, I believe in, my, in in what I know about God, because as soon as I was saved, um, all these regrets and pain uh, was gone. And now it's a little bit hard actually for me to, to speak about this, these stories. I think I've shared with you, you know, uh, before we start the podcast, the first time I actually shared partly my story, barely. I was in Clubhouse in front of an audience with a few hundred people. Um, and it was, it was like the topic was to share our, our stories. And I ended up barely speaking, crying and fuffling and mm. sharing sharing some stuff. Um, it was extremely hard. And then I, I repeated it and I repeated it. And I found this to be such a healing process, sharing your stories and yeah. your struggles. It makes no sense. It's so hard to do. But when I did it and I did it in front of audience, changed my whole life um, it, and the pain progressively disappeared. Yeah. And now as I speak, it's almost don't feel it, but I know it's there. But you know, it's there. That it's, it's inside you. It's a part of you. But yeah, I like that. The fact that it's a healing process. And I think that's a good point for the listeners to take on board is if you have these things or we all have moments in our lives that are shit. Um, you know there's periods of miserableness and isolation and all sorts of things that go on but if you bottle it up and keep it within you you're never going to process like any trauma or deal with the healing and let that you know guide you to to be in a better place yeah absolutely i'm, I'm not a psychologist but i know the impact of sharing it yeah. Sometimes um, I have clients uh, who who go through their own struggles right now, and I feel really for them because I I know their pain more than than they realize. And what I do is just sometimes uh, listen, listen, and ask them to share, to share, and and I see the way that it helps them, and and they they don't even realize what's happening, but I know they're actually could, recovering. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's an amazing process to watch as well, isn't it? What, yeah, gave you, it, what gave you the confidence to share your story in the first, in the beginning? Wow. Um, I think I was just put into it. <laughs> <laughs> they said, <laughs> they said uh, share your story. And then there was a lot of these guys uh, um, after that, immediately after that, who were talking about uh, sharing your story is important for, for your brand and building yourself up. Um, I I don't think they realized what I was actually that what that actually meant for me. You know, uh, I think the people who founded these rooms uh, about sharing stories, they actually wanted to attract clients uh, as yeah. their, um, you know, people who they will teach how to share the stories and make business. They did not get me, uh, but they made me share my story. I did not even expect I, I expected none of it. And then I shared it. I, I probably couldn't sp uh, sleep well. Um, uh, all the night I was excited my adrenaline was through the roof but it mm -hmm. felt life changing I couldn't believe what I just did I I had a lot of uh, big imposter sy syndrome you know I couldn't yeah. speak before that it was not possible what, what about audience yeah shocking it, it, it just happened it just happened then I realized what happened because after actually I shared my first story on the first time there was about a hundred people that suddenly followed me and all of them were big names and people who actually made it somehow and had some influence and position and some suddenly from a guy who can't even speak is kind of new to the industry and suddenly i was followed by all these guys and they were supporting me they were talking about me and i was like okay yeah and i felt good at the same time i felt relieved i shared something and people were impacted and they started following me yeah. and they they wanted to follow me and that turned into the coaching that it is today yeah um yeah they they see something they see something so i hope people see now as well i believe they will and obviously to everybody listening you can't see peter's face but like it, it's written all over your face that you know you care about sharing your story from a place of wanting to help people through their struggles and like their life and improving what what it is that they want to do with life. Like I can see, I can just see it, um, you know, and what you're saying. 
So tell us a bit more about how you help men um, with with their lives. Well, that that came about just uh, out of me trying to to provide a service uh, which really serves. So one thing I, I learned uh, quite early about business is that nobody gets paid unless you provide service or sell something that people need and they want. And as a good somebody with a good heart and conscious, conscientious person, I, I wanted to give something that actually works. Yeah. And I did not even know that is called coaching at the beginning. Um, I was simply going into the personal training industry. Uh, I, I couldn't make a difference between mentoring, coaching, personal training. Um, but I asked myself, um, is that personal training at the gym, just giving a session, going to solve the problem of uh, people who I uh, seen as potential clients, like people who are overweight and um, had a lot of problems in their life or going through struggles, which I was going through as well. Um, and the answer was no, there's no chance a personal trainer can't. He, he can't even connect with uh, with the client. It's, it's, it's very hard. I was thinking I need to be more than a personal trainer. I need to be somebody that actually cares for these people, that talks to them because there's a lot of mindset that I need to teach them nutrition. I had to create a service that solves the problem. Mm-hmm. It, literally. And I created that service. I drafted it with pen and paper. Um, uh, helping with the mindset, helping with the nutrition, helping with accountability, everything with training, physical training. Uh, and that that became coaching. Yeah, I realized, okay, that actually exists there and they, people call it coaching. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a coach now officially and that's what I do because that's what we have to do. And this is this is what I do. I, I I build up this online model because it's at first I was going to people's houses because again I wanted to deliver a service that's outstanding so they have no yeah. excuse but to achieve the results. Then I realized I can uh, I can do it uh, online. Uh, There's more time for me. It is the same result for them, um, and it's also scalable. It's good for the business. Uh, it's good for them. I can reach more people. It's kind of a win-win. Um, in many ways, yeah. I'm turning to this online coaching. Um, very, very authentic way to get here. If I have to be honest, yeah. did not just do it for the sake of money. I, lo- I, lo- I love that. Um, I have an online PT, and it, it doesn't matter. You know, we've never met in person. We've never even had a conversation on the phone, but we still have a really good connection. And I know that I could tell him anything, and I have done. <laughs> like whatever's going on in my life because what you said about it's not just fitness it's the mindset it's the nutrition it's other things that go into it I think that's a really important point to to touch upon when it comes to you know that connection and making sure that you're giving the people what they need as opposed to this you know bog standard cookie cutter approach you do that and then there's there's no real want and desire from the person on the other end of the phone or the call or whatever in order for them to achieve more if they feel that they can open up to you and they've got confidence in you that's going to help them achieve more and that's going to make you feel better about the service you're providing yeah 100 percent. and connection can be really real people who have experienced that they know um online we can build really good connections with people that we work um a lot of uh, clients that come to me who had experience with coaches before, they are aware and they are actually searching for somebody they can connect with. Um, and on the other hand, a lot of people coming, uh, they've never worked with anybody, especially online. Um, they feel really insecure. Are they making the right decision? Are they not? Um, and then soon enough, they're like becoming best friends with me. Uh, some some guys joke that uh, they see me more often than their uh, wives. Yeah. The connection is real. Yeah, it, it's online, but it's real. Yeah. Which is real nice. I think I think that's beautiful. And as human beings, we need more connections with other humans. But first, and you'll know this yourself, you know, having that connection with yourself then allows you to connect better with other people. So you had to build up your mindset to go from where you were at, from what was your rock bottom of, you know, having nothing, but you were resilient. You built this thing up and you had a bigger purpose and a bigger drive. What was 
what was your what were you thinking? Where was your brain at to go? I must do this not just to provide for the, this lady and her daughter, but more for yourself that you then help other people with. Well, that's a tough, tough one because the reason the reason I went through all of this and I I managed to change myself and overcome myself it's because. Um, the reasons, the, the actual drivers were um, bigger than me. Um, yeah. So the times now go a little deep. It might be triggering for some people, but there was many multiple nights where I, I, I lay in bed and I, I'm thinking, why am I keeping this life? You know, what's the point of living? And um, at that time, it was I, I did not want to hurt my mother. Mm-hmm. I was thinking what it would be if, if I'm dead tomorrow and she heard, she hears the news. Shocking, devastating news. So I really couldn't do that for her. I had to do it for them because they went through hell. Um, her health was uh, worsened, worsened because of my, me, because of the actions I took. Um, they they give everything they can in their life to to, to help me have have something. It might not be much, but knowing where they come from and the life we had, it was a lot. So I had to do it for them a lot. I had to really do it for them. Mm-hmm. And then, then okay, yeah, really for myself, life. for myself as well, I guess. So uh, I, I, I went through through hell and I lost all relationships and I, I, I had more haters and more people who don't believe in me than like anyone I knew. I mean, there was nobody who believes in me. There's only one guy who left and he he's now my, my best friend and he's the only survivor. It's like everybody left me and told me I can't be anything. I can't be shit. And that also kept me going for a long time. You know, I was angry and it, it allowed me to go through it. So there was these big drivers. And then I was also looking at other, other things like um, why, why was I to go through this life why where where i grew up things were so bad and the reason was because there was so much mafia and so much bad influence in 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 my country and in the place where i grew up and we we were placed we were born in this hell and in this shithole and and the responsibles are still there and having a good life so i was angry at them and i i to be honest still am and i'm i'm going for them um I, i want to go go back there one day and make make a change Mm. a real change so these these drivers they're all bigger than me and i think it's so important that we have things that are bigger than us if we want to to change ourselves and uh, to keep pushing and be resilient this is where my resilience comes from and when it comes to coaching that's very helpful because I i have to teach men that they should not be doing it for 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 the way they look in the mirror, and they should not be doing it for for the girlfriends or or just uh, or for the money. Uh, they they need to find a bigger bigger purpose, even if they don't feel like it. They have they can train their mind to like it. You know, we can train our mind, and I I will help them do that. You know, to do it for their kids, for their grandkids, maybe to to teach them to be with them or to to be able to maybe even enjoy life of up to later age is still kind of a big reason um but yeah it's very important that we have bigger reasons than us i myself am and not big enough reason to go through the hell that i went through um and i'm sure a lot of people are still in the same place they don't realize it mm-hmm. when i was in the first place it wasn't enough the pain is too much that you have to go through discomfort is insane and it's on daily basis it's, there's no end to it as well so we need to have something bigger, something bigger to live for and and, and to do it for it. And yeah. that's that's where you find the purpose actually, which is it's insane, yeah. It, it is. And when you realize that life isn't all about you and there is a bigger purpose and a bigger picture, I think things start to come together. What would you say to people that are struggling to find their purpose? How would you advise they they find that? for themselves like you did? Well, um, I wish I can give an answer that can fit everybody, but I'm, I understand fully aware of the fact that everybody is a different place in life and a different answer will be needed. 
but there are two very important elements to find your purpose. And for everybody who has a purpose, um, he knows these elements are there. One of them is serving, serving um, people or something. It might be nature, it might be the world, it might be the planet, but you have to be serving. There's no purpose without serving. And uh, serving comes through self. Um, you you have to be the person who serves. So if you have to be serving and you have to be serving um, great and be good at your purpose, you have to grow and you have to become good at. And then the question is, what will be the uh, the field you will excel at? Because we have such a big choice in this world. And then I would say um, to feel like that your purpose is actually your passion. Mm -hmm. Just go with the thing that you love. And if you don't love anything, um, find something the way I did it. That's what I can say. Um, what actually brings you rewards every time you do it, what brings you joy, even if it's tough, even if it's hard. And get get on with it. Dedicate your life to it. Find a way to serve people with it yeah. and become obsessed and becoming great at it. And uh, before you know it, you will have a great purpose um, on your plate and it's only going to keep growing. The more people we can reach, the more impact you can do um, to the world, the bigger the purpose will become. And yeah, I, I think that's a good way to look at it from my experience. Yes, and it has a, a more profound impact and a bigger impact on the world when you know that for yourself, you know, you have confidence to put yourself out there because then that helps other people. And then like the butterfly effect kicks in and like that ripple effect rather than the butterfly effect got the wrong one there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like the dominoes falling. It's if I help you and you help somebody else, they help somebody else and it helps make the world a better place. Yeah. And that, Actually, the driver to get there is uh, our sense of res for responsibility um, because uh, a lot of, uh, most of the people, they don't feel confident about talking, um, are helping people, speaking, mm. um, but they have to do it in some shape or form. Um, if they want to help people, you have to connect and you have to put yourself out there. And because of that sense of responsibility to serve, um, you will be able to find the strength to put yourself out there. Mm. Same way I did. I um, I I did not want to show myself, show my face um, out there. I did not want to speak. The first time I spoke uh, on a little uh, in front of a little group of people, um, it was long time ago. It was for like I don't even gonna I don't want to go to what what it was about. But it was a small group of people, maybe ten. Yeah. I had to share some a few sentences, a little story, or why am I there or something. My legs were barely holding. My legs were shaking. Um, I I did not know how how I'm actually standing. It felt like jelly. My 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 voice was uh, mm -hmm. on waves. <laughs> I was <laughs> like barely holding myself together. So yes, I am that type of guy who who's never been good at it, anything, absolutely anything. But sense of responsibility is what makes you good and and allows you to find a purpose and keep growing it's incredible isn't it you touched earlier on discipline and that's something i'm very keen on given that i'm a bit of a bit of a, <laughs> I'm a bit of a wild child and i used to think that freedom was doing whatever you wanted whenever you wanted it when whenever you wanted to do it but i've actually realized especially like in the past few years that discipline is actually what gives you freedom yeah. What does discipline mean for you and how do you stay disciplined with your life? Again, you need to know why you're doing it. So it's very good that we took the conversation in that order because uh, all the parts that we talked about, they're essential for you to be able to build up your discipline. And then discipline is just as a muscle, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, telling yourself you're going to do something and doing it. As simple as that. And in fact, 
I did not know what discipline is up to a very late age. Nobody told me when I was young. So it's good that we talk about it. I was thinking discipline is uh, doing what the teachers tell me, uh, doing what uh -huh. my father tells me, you know, what you've been told and being a good kid. I thought that's discipline. And then I realized there's two types of discipline. Uh, maybe we should actually have different words for them. But we call it now self-discipline. But yeah. really, it, it is, to me, this is discipline, being able to say to yourself, I'm going to do something and doing it. And the more you don't do it, the, more, the worse your discipline gets. The more you do what you do, the better your discipline gets. And the good thing is connect kind of uh, spreads out as a, as a wildfire. There's, as you become good at something, it's, uh, it's going, you're going to be automatically better at uh, some other things as well. Um, so just just learn to to do what you say you're going to do um, and you'll build up a discipline. It's simple. It's really simple. It is very simple. It's not always easy, though, is it? <laughs> no, no, it's not easy. And if you don't have the reasons, you know, then you wouldn't do it mm. as part of the journey. It's, it sucks, but you need to know why. When you wake up in the morning, you need to know why you're doing this. And it's got to be bigger than you. It's yeah. got to be, especially for those people out there who have left it for too late and having problems, either financial or health problems when things are really looking dark mm. you gotta find a bigger reason than yourself then because nothing is gonna pull you out of there but yeah. you yeah like no one's coming to save you you have to do it yourself yeah and i think that's, you're, a that's very, tough. <laughs> you're a very good demonstration of that and coming back from everything that you've been through and then being able to help people in the way that you do and them to have the discipline in in their lives you do a very different kind of training to me. I'm, I, I love the kind of training that you teach and that you do. I'm very much a go to the gym and lift things as heavy as I can and put them back down again. <laughs> um, talk to us about, now I always say this wrong, calisthenics. Calisthenics. Yeah, that right. I can't say it. So like, maybe we're going to leave that in. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's a really, really powerful way of training your body and your mind. And there's so many amazing things you can do. Why did you choose this type of training over any other? That, that stems back right from the time when I decided to join personal physical training and dedicate my life to it. I actually decided to dedicate to a specific style of training, and that was calisthenics. And it was purely because I was thinking uh, some things that are actually not true. So please the old listeners be aware what I'm going to say now. It's not actually true. But I was thinking um, that calisthenics guys um, looks the, look the best. And <laughs> they just <laughs> always have these jack bodies because they do calisthenics, which, as I'm saying now, it's not the case. It's just a requirement for them to uh, achieve these skills, for them to have these bodies. Otherwise, they won't be able to do these skills. So the bodies did not get achieved by doing the sport. They they get achieved by having a good diet, being consistent. Uh, and if you want to do this sport, then you have to actually shape up your body nicely so you can actually lift it and move it and be mm -hmm. tight and all that. And then it really expanded. Um, I started loving it. I realized there's quite a lot of benefits. Um, and when thanks to some of friends, online friends of mine, which I feel like I've known um, closely, um, one of them is uh, Christopher Rodosakis. He's, um, I, I don't even know all his qualifications, to be honest, but he's one of the guys who is leading researchers of uh, human fascia um, and a lot of um, body parts and kind of uh, been studying them for decades now. Um, and he was part of my community of uh, health and fitness experts. And people like him uh, were coming in my, my rooms when we were discussing topics about fitness. And they were sharing how body weight training can actually help you uh, heal, uh, heal uh, or reverse arthritis uh, stage mm -hmm. one or two, and how it's very healthy for your joints, uh, for, for, for your cartilage, for the bones. Uh, and all these benefits and I realized, yeah, I probably picked the right thing because it's so beneficial for the human body, uh, for longevity and it's it thick and it's so many 
thinks about it it's just fun it's uh it's always challenging and especially for me a guy who who is used to being challenged and don't feel comf- comfortable if i'm not challenged i feel like i'm uh disintegrating like i'm mm-hmm. i'm dying if i'm not challenged and calisthenics is challenging me every single day i go to the gym you know when i mix it i don't do just calisthenics i'm I, I learned uh, that using weights are actually super beneficial as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you find that golden balance between both of them, you can become an absolute beast. So I kind of got obsessed with that. Uh, and I love it. I love it. It's always humbling when you go at the gym and you can learn some new skills and go to your trying to. And it takes you years. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> So that's why it's weight relief because I just love it. And I, that was the thing that brought me to fitness in the first place. So I don't want to give it up. I'm I'm not surprised. If, like, you can do the, the human body is incredible. Like we, we can do some amazing things if you push and challenge and keep trying. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's amazing. Most people don't realize what their bodies can do. I'm barely touching. I feel like... Uh, a little bit of the awareness what I'm actually capable of at, at this stage after a few years of training. But uh, yeah. wow, if I started as a at early age for the guys listening out there, wow! I always think this as wow. well. Imagine if I started earlier. Oh my god! <laughs> but if you think about it, it doesn't matter when you start. It matters that you have started and that you continue to keep going. <laughs> yes, yes, and and. Really, when you have started and you know you have and you're on that journey, I believe the feeling is exactly the same as you if you have started like many years ago, you know, you're already on the right track. You know, we have to learn to enjoy the journey and having started is definitely the right journey mm-hmm. and it's going to make you feel good about yourself uh, and knowing that you're doing the right thing. So mm-hmm. if you haven't started yet, just start it and in no time, you will be loving it yeah did you ever think back when you had 10 euros in your pocket and no idea that you would be sat having conversations like this with people no no i had no clue no just how does it how does it make you feel now to be able to to do this to speak ah it it it, i don't know it's humbling it's humbling because I'm not good at it. <laughs> I have to do it. I have to do it because it's the right way. Uh, people need to listen. They need to hear. And I know they want to. Uh, for those who are actually proactively now out there and seeking for the right information, I actually feel responsible to come out and share these things because we're surrounded by uh, influencers. And the influencers are probably the worst thing that's ever happened in the in the world because uh, they're the cause of so many so many health problems and and, and yeah health well, problems yeah. and all the consequences of the health problems they influencers say, by the way just to say because i know people will be listening uh they often don't know what influencers influencers are um and what's the difference between them and other people so everybody uh, can be an influencer and uh, know not every influencer is bad, but the influencers I talk about are the people who actually build up this uh, crazy, uh, crazy following by doing uh, funny things or looking insanely online and promoting products and diets and services that uh, did not help them get there on the first place. Uh, people who boost themselves with steroids, with testosterone, uh, human growth hormone and stuff like that. Um, and then they pretend they had this naturally, um, and showing people what they can do. And then all all the other people who just getting into the field, they look at them, their photos and their videos, and they're thinking, wow, how he's got this body, how he's so good. Wow. How, how has he got this girlfriend and these cars and what a life, what a life is he having? And I'm so behind Yeah, that's depressing this is horrible and the the bad thing about it is most of these people will never teach you how to actually get there most a lot of them they don't they're not even there it's all fake yeah 
how they've got there in a very wrong way, which you don't want to go. And yeah, yeah it's, so this is what influencers influencers uh, and influencing as, as a profession is. That's not to say that being an influencer is always a bad thing. There are some out there who are genuine and uh, everybody is an influencer. Even if you're, you're an expert and a good coach, eventually when you become a uh, famous just because you're speaking you're influencing people in in, in, in practice you're influencer as well but yeah, uh, I, I hope i hope we, we got the point to clear this up uh, uh, yeah. the feedback of, yeah <laughs> i am um, i recently saw something online the the top the, the top profession that children i, I believe it, oh, don't quote me on this i believe it was china the top thing was scientist or astronaut one of those what something very academic and then in the us it was influencer <laughs> and i just us is the worst isn't it yeah and you just think if that's that's the kind of lifestyle that's being demonstrated but as you just said a lot of it's forced a lot of it's fake it's like come from like these people aren't natural and it's photoshopped and edited and it's all about making money. But what I like about what you do and and your story is the way you truly connect with people, with your audience, with the people that you work with in a way that, you know, these influencers with a million followers or whatever, however many, they don't connect to their people. And that's the difference. Um, and I like that that's what you're about and that shows and that makes a huge difference to everything. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. And uh, we have the responsibility. Uh, when I was very young, one of the driving forces in my life was a message that I heard somewhere, somebody. It impacted my whole life. It said, if you know that you can help somebody, that puts you in a position of responsibility. That means you have to help him. And now it's the same, me knowing that I have to share what I have to share because it's the truth and there's so much out there uh, so many people who are not going to do that, who are going to even say the opposite, that means I have to stand out and stand up and speak and and be heard because it's yeah. my responsibility. It's, it's simple yeah. as that. It's my you're, responsibility. You're so humble with it. It's it's, it's amazing. And um, so, what's next for you? Taking this responsibility forward with confidence. I will grow this uh, coaching practice um, to crazy big levels um, and I will do it so I have the actual uh, ability to impact then. Um, I will be putting a lot of work um, into helping societies um, in poor countries and especially in Bulgaria where I'm coming from. Um, so these are, these are the big goals I'm looking forward to. Before that, I have to uh, just push this, uh, this business growth and we're now starting um, providing services to companies. So the first uh, speaking gigs are being arranged already. So getting into the corporate world, um, helping companies, helping their employees um, uh, to, to be fitter, to be more productive, uh, teaching them on high performance. Um, and reaching out to more men out there. Uh, as you know, I'm, I'm working only with men um, yeah. because it comes from the fact that I'm, I, I want the real connection. I want to be genuine. I want to resonate with 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 people that I work with. And if I if I spread out to too many uh, different types of people, uh, it's it's just the layer is too thin. Uh, it's yeah. not that impactful. So it's much easier for me to connect on a deep level with men and actually change their lives than actually than speaking to women at the same time and thinking about women problem. I'm I mean. Coaching one person is enough. <laughs> you're, I'm you're, you're a man yourself. You can relate and connect on a different level. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it's it's easy. Of, what's that's that's really great to hear, and you is is absolutely right what you're saying. We all believe and know that we can help everyone, but by helping everyone, we don't help anyone. So mm -hmm. by narrowing that down and going, these are the kinds of people that I'm going to help and maybe some others will come along the way. I think that's, like you say, the most impactful way of doing it. Yeah, when it comes to business, um, it is uh, there is a time and place for everything. Um, I mm -hmm. believe when everybody's starting their own professional skill, um, it's okay to 
give a try and it's actually good to try different people so i have coached women mm. i have coached different demographics uh, uh people in different situations uh, with different goals and that's important to do to understand what you're good at and what you know and what you want to do and um then really narrowing down to um the the desired people we want to work with uh, really helps you uh grow and be- develop deeper expertise i think that's that's a really good point what's been one of the best uh successes that you've had for for helping someone for helping someone yeah one of your guys my first client my second client my third client and they keep coming yeah. every one of them is massive massive success because they come to me and they keep talking about it they say you absolutely changed my life uh pe- people coming uh with after triple bypass one of my first clients after triple bypass heavy uh obesity um diabetes level 2 wow. guy i i started so low with him and in a few months time he he absolutely smashed it everything his performance increased his body changed completely then he ran some events uh tough mother some stair climbing events uh half marathons he turned into this guy that is right now uh training every day running almost every day and inspiring other people and people in his community this happened with him then it happened with the second one and and it kept going you know people come with some insane problems i actually don't don't feel comfortable sharing their stories and their names or anything so if you see often my testimonials online i do blur their faces and not the type of coach that you know exposes all my clients weaknesses (laughs) you know i actually want to keep them private it's for them what people need to see is just the results yeah um so people come to me with shocking stories and shocking intensities in life um in fact some of them are um much more intense than mine and i'm like wow i've been really blessed because if it wasn't me going through what i went through um mm-hmm. in the past i i couldn't have stand the chance to 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 help these people i had no no chance if i if i did not go through what i had had been through um no chance to actually help really these people to to impact their life and to help them go through um for for some things for some things when when they're so tough and so hard to to go through in order for somebody to help us we need this somebody to have been through something similar himself yeah yeah it's not to kind of uh take all the credit from the experts and people who study from the books and know things because they also help a lot but trust me some sometimes you just need somebody who understands you because he's been there yeah and this is the type of clients i'm getting on a regular basis and um, it is very very humbling and they do it they're and smashing they it. everything yeah. goals and like wow amazing that's testament to you and your skills as a coach as well it's not easy being a coach like people people may believe there's so much more to it and you know it's a very in-depth process and you have that connection with your clients and you know you're there for them in more ways than one um so where can people follow you find you because we're a fan of online stalking on this podcast just not in-person stalking yeah thanks for asking so to find me you can go to pk.coach this is the website it does not end in com <laughs> it's pk.coach oh, uh, we're modern um and like then it. if you if you look into instagram or linkedin linkedin is my preferred place but uh, a lot of exercises and nutrition advice you can find on instagram with peter underscore online pt and uh on linkedin just type my name peter krustev as it's shown on the podcast i believe it's gonna come up or coach pk yeah coach pk it should it should come up yeah i'm all, all over the place i'm sure they will see me um somewhere i will make sure i will point people in the right direction and make sure that um, they follow you find you and you know you, you should be incredibly proud of yourself i'm sure you are of you know not just what you've achieved for yourself but what you achieve for for other people and that's partly what this podcast is about you know helping to inspire and motivate others to have the confidence to make a change and to do something different with their life like you have um 
So thank you very much for joining us and for sharing your incredible story and successes and being so humble and um, beautiful with it. Well, Natalie, I appreciate it so much. I'm so grateful for you having me this on, on this podcast and I'm being humbled again by you um, and the way you do this, the way you look. Uh, I know as a, as a woman to, to, to be strong, to be successful, uh, it's it can be twice harder, especially if you do it the way you do it. Um, so, yeah, I, I appreciate it. Such an honor. And thank oh, you to all yeah. the listeners. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much. Um, and if you could leave the listeners with one tip to increase their confidence, what would it be? Become obsessed to be your best. It's okay. It's okay to be obsessed. Amazing. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much, Peter. It's been amazing. And to all the listeners, make sure you go and follow him, find him, stalk him online, but not in person. And make sure that you have shared, downloaded, subscribed, and share this with your friends, families, colleagues, loved ones, and even the people that you don't like, because everybody needs some help. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.